0: Hi there, Dr. Kirk Triplett here, Pastors Positive Mental Health Institute. We're going to round out this idea of burnout that we've been looking at. Um, Isn't that exciting? Burnout, so fun. Anyway, um, I think it's good for us to recognize, you know, these things that are common to pastors, um, those in the helping profession, those who deal with people who are struggling with trauma, uh, also with counseling and and whatnot, first responders, uh, police officers, nurses and and the like again as i've said uh pastors have the second worst mental health in the helping profession second only to counselors and i would say that some of the reason for that is the fact that uh pastors also have the joy uh, that that's, is shared in the ministry, that uh, a lot of times counselors just get wave after wave, person after person, everything is a challenge and a trauma. So we've looked at the, the stages, what I like to call stages of burnout. Um, and so the first one is emotional exhaustion, which always, uh, I would say, physical exhaustion accompanies that emotional exhaustion. And then uh, uh, you're just tired you just can't handle it all there's too much energy spent emotionally um and then there is depersonalization because of the emotional exhaustion you start distancing yourself so a pastor will will sometimes look in the mirror and go i don't even know who i am anymore or he won't uh he or she won't want to engage with people the way that they know that they should and because they don't have the energy um, because they're emotionally exhausted and they don't feel that same fervor or that excitement and they're they're just their personality it has been stifled a little bit and so they look at themselves and they go this is what I should do but I just can't find myself doing it and so they put a guilt trip upon themselves and so just calling somebody uh, to see out and check up on and see how they are is something that they can't even find themselves do. And then now the guilt game comes in and we move into the lack of personal accomplishment. And so what happens is they immediately start defining their ministry, uh, that they are unsuccessful, that they're failures, that they have uh, not accomplished anything. And this happens very easily in churches. Uh, Somebody leaves the church, even if it's moving away uh you find that people that a pastor will take that personally think uh you know so a personal uh no we had a uh two families moved to the area and start coming to the church. And one had three kids, the other had six kids. And so instantly, you know, you take a church of, of 25 to 30 people, and instantly now you've got another 13. Um, and they were engaged and they were involved. And then, well, one moved to Texas and the other moved to northern Idaho, all within three weeks of one another. And I remember sitting there after that and going, Man, how did I fail? Um, you know how did i how did I miss that now again, I know that i didn't and and but the, the enemy comes in and he wants to look at those moments where people don't show forth the uh, the amount of um, of Growth that maybe you're expecting. Uh, maybe you pour into kids and they still find themselves doubting. You pour into to adults and they just don't want to receive. They just you know are, they're happy to come a couple times a month uh, and that's about the end of their engagement. And so you feel like you're failing them. Uh, then you get criticism thrown in there and and because and all the criticism does, uh, to be honest with you, is confirms what the pastor is already feeling. Uh, I have one pastor friend that I think I've shared before who said that senior pastors are the most insecure people of all and I think that the reality is when we look at that, um, we we find that everyone has a sense of insecurity and so if you're already emotionally exhausted if you're already feeling like you're not yourself anymore and you don't want to engage with people and you're already feeling like you are just not accomplishing anything you're a failure and nothing that you do is working and uh, when you already feel that way, then to hear criticism you quickly agree with it and go, yeah, they're right. I mean, I guess that's who I am. And you find that this leads quickly and easily to pastors uh, quitting the ministry. Or in some contexts, they say, you know, um, this church isn't for me. Maybe there's another church somewhere else that will, will accept me um, and so they find themselves contacting their, their regional support or their districts, however it works, uh, their synods and, and whatnot, their denominations and are even going on to onto churchstaffing.com or whatever and saying what's out there for me um, and so we see that often what drives this is just the work of the ministry. Uh, remember pastors lead with their heart, there's no pastor that I know of that has gone into the ministry without this great idea that they want to make a difference, not just in the person at people's lives here and their community's life, but they want to make a difference for eternity. And so when they start feeling like they're not making a difference for eternity, they find themselves, uh, just kind of down and, and the, and one of the ways to notice this is to see how a pastor is engaging with people. Are they re- are they kind of retracting? Are they not really having uh, you know these conversations? Like say after church, are they fellowshipping with people? Um, or are they just kind of becoming a recluse and kind of separating? Are they reaching out to people? during the week, are people reaching out to them, and that's where I really want to shift and encourage. As a pastor, it's okay for you to tell some people, hey, I'm kind of down right now. I don't feel great. Would you pray for me? And then again, there's a couple people that, that I think uh, know you well enough, and hopefully you can foster relationships wherever you're at, um, where, where people can see that in you, but even if you don't, if you have another pastor friend or maybe a, a classmate that you went to school with or some. Somebody who was on this journey with you, another local pastor. Um, it's no shame to reach out and say, "I am not feeling myself. I feel like a failure." I think a lot of pastors really felt that during COVID, as decisions were difficult depending on what state you're in. Restrictions were difficult uh, and nobody knew what to do. And so the emotional exhaustion was overwhelming for most pastors and it's really hard to connect with people. And so it was easy to become depersonalized because you didn't have the interactions with people that pastors are used to. And then really the challenge was how do you grow a church? How do you grow people's lives in a midst of of in Increased streaming opportunities and increased instability and um, increased isolation. And then a big challenge that many pastors have had is is post COVID, sort of what we call post COVID, and the lack of return of people. Um, I have a pastors group and pastors that I talk with, and um, most of them are like, "Hey, we're we're not back to pre COVID numbers yet," and they take that personally, and and they they. They've sat there and said, How do we re-engage these people? And so a challenge with that is to go, it's not me. I am faithful to do what God has called me to do. Um, uh, Luke 17:10 says, I am an unprofitable servant, just doing my duty. Now, again, can we always do better? But it's important for us as pastors especially to go, what have I accomplished? What can I say? And asking the Holy Spirit to show those things that maybe go unnoticed. I remember when our kids were very young, and i um, I think our oldest was maybe 12 or 13, and he said something extremely spiritual, profound, and wise. And I remember looking at my wife and I said, write this down because we don't know when we're gonna see it again. And the whole point is, is that we have to be looking for those moments of growth. Um, you know, you, it, you uh, when you're in it, you don't see it. It's kind of like kids when they've seen, uh, you know, relatives once a year or whatever. And what is the, what does the great aunt always say? Oh my, look how much you've grown. And, and you don't really know that. And even as a parent, sometimes you don't really recognize because of how busy you are, how much a child has grown and so again in the ministry pastors have to pause and go okay what am i seeing as as growth what am i seeing as life how can i uh, and lord help me to see it you know okay so let's say you have a bible study group that meets and and it's been the same numbers for a year or a year and a half but it's consistently like i have guys on wednesday night it's consistently about six or seven of us and it's like rather than saying oh man there's only six or seven say there's consistent consistently, six or seven guys don't like to miss. And so I think these are things that we have to hold on to and say, well, this is encouraging. This is exciting because people actually do want to gather together. And so we are influencing and helping and growing together in that." Another thing is is to guard against depersonalization. You have to begin with emotional exhaustion. I kind of shared that a few episodes ago. So I encourage you to go back if you haven't listened to it. And realize that, that there are guards that we as pastors can put in place. And so do we have times of rest? Do we have times to just sit with Jesus and, and recharge? Are we always, uh, what does one guy say? Are we always studying the Bible for somebody else? You know, preparing sermons, preparing Bible studies and what? not um, do we have other books that we're reading it's something I would I'm challenging myself to try to read more books um, and 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 really see outside listen to different podcasts um, do you still have time with those that you love and how are you engaging socially there are seasons right that you just feel that you never get to engage with with people socially and so you need to try to figure out how to make that happen if you're a church member um, I want to Constantly encourage you to check in on your pastor. Constantly let them know um, that you appreciate them. Constantly let them know that you're thankful for them. Please tell them that you're praying for them. And then don't just tell them, actually pray for them. And then also look for ways to, to lift their spirit. Maybe, maybe you have a personality conflict at time with the pastor. Maybe you just don't jive well. But listen, that pastor desires nothing more. And I know sometimes it doesn't come across this way, but they desire nothing more than for you to flourish in your relationship relationship with Christ and 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 look beyond the church it's about the kingdom of God um, that it's not just about the local church although we build people up so that they might grow and make and and give them the ability to proclaim the gospel um, do the work of the ministry that we would be those who have been called out of darkness into his marvelous light that we might proclaim the excellencies of God and so I just want to encourage pastors um, again call me Email me. You can go on Facebook, Positive Mental Health Institute, uh, and uh, you go, Doc d-r-t-r-i-p-l-e-t-t-p-m-h at gmail.com so Doctor PMH at, at uh, gmail.com don't hesitate to reach out to me um, I have some tools that I'd be happy to share with you that help you and uh, so as we continue on this journey we're going to look at some other aspects of positive mental health and strategies and tools over the next several weeks of how we can build our positive mental health and how we can notice how others are helping us with our positive mental health that combats the negative mental health of stress, anxiety, and depression. So I look forward to, to sharing more with you. Please feel free to reach out if this podcast is beneficial to you or you know somebody who you might uh, who might like this. Please share it um, and, uh, and like it and, and let people know about it. Feel free to reach out to me, like I said, um, and ask any questions that you might have or if you have ideas of upcoming topics that you would like the, in the idea of pastor's podcast of mental health please let me know so together let's help churches flourish